Hello guys, welcome to Tough Skin Podcast. So I'm here with Christian Perez. And guys, this is my first interview, so don't judge me, like whatever. It's gonna be great. We're here, we're sitting down. We literally just filmed the mukbang. But you as you guys can tell, my voice is getting really real because the tea, no, just kidding, not the tea, but it's about to be spilled, but it's gonna be great. Are you nervous? A little bit. But I feel like I feel like it's gonna be good because we literally prayed before and and God's gonna do what he has to do. I agree. I agree. So so yeah, so guys, welcome to Tough Skin. And basically what Tough Skin is is that I don't know if you guys know me, but I'm Abigail and Abby. And many of you guys know me from my YouTube channel, After Seven. <laughs> the plug. And but I don't know, I just felt to start a podcast. God basically told me and was like, oh, you should start a podcast called Tough Skin, basically interviewing people and asking about their lives and asking like what hardships that they went through and what brings them Tough Skin. So, Chris, if I can call you that. <laughs> yeah, of course, of course. Um, so, Tough Skin, that, that's quite an interesting topic, which is why I wanted to um, be a part of it. Um, I feel like I've come a long way to the person I've become and uh, I would consider myself to have tough skin through all of the hardships that have happened through me to me um, I don't know anybody doesn't know me but I am a homosexual man and um, you know growing up with all of these different stigmas and all of the confusion you know it was really hard for me you know at, at, a, at a, such a young age um, the age of 13 well all my life I felt different you know I wasn't hanging out with my brother or my cousin who were like these super tomboys and well not tomboys they were boys um, all of these like they do they did the, the football and all the sports and all this stuff whatever and I was more into um, singing and musicals and um, playing with my sister my twin sister you know, I was different, you know, and I felt different. Um, but I didn't start realizing that until I was in like middle school and people would just bully me, um, you know, because of, of, you know, I spoke differently. I didn't speak like a male person, I guess. I had like a, a twang to my voice. Uh, I was, of course, you know, going through puberty, you have that high-pitched voice, you know. So people would always make fun of me, call me um, derogatory names, um, homosexual slurs, you know. And, and people don't realize, but those things hurt, you know. They, they really did hurt me. Um, also, I was never um, the skinniest person, you know. my I always saw that my brother was more of the attractive one you know that everybody liked and my sister was just super popular you know in the crowd and all this stuff and I was just like the odd one out you know um all of my friends were my sister's friends I didn't really have my own friends I didn't have my own identity and that's because I didn't know who I was mm. you know um so having all of these people bully me, you know, calling me um, homophobic slurs and calling me fat and like, 
even making fun of like my eyes because they were so big um, as a child. Wow. Um, you know, they just made fun of every everything about me, which led to um, me being bulimic. <laughs> uh, you know, making myself throw up and, you know, trying to be skinny, trying to fit this mold that these people that now looking back didn't I don't even talk to them you know uh trying to fit a stigma a mold of this straight male person for them you know mm. to make them happy to be accepted by them um another thing that helped me get tough skin um was spirituality um which is something that I uh struggled with because um they say <laughs> they say um, being a homosexual is a sin and lying down with a, another man is a sin. And um, I don't believe that. And that's what I had to come to terms with. Um, I understand that it says it in the Bible. However, um, I don't think that God would have made me this way, you know. Um, and it's something that I struggled with for a very long time because I thought that I was going to go to hell because I was doing these sinful thoughts. I had these sinful thoughts in my head because I wasn't doing anything. Mm. Um, you know, there were just these thoughts because people would call me um, certain homophobic slurs that I didn't even know what that was. At that age, I didn't even know what sex was. You know, I just thought I was just a normal boy, you know? Um, yeah, I didn't real. I didn't, uh, you know, I, I kissed girls and I, hung out with girls and I went out with girls, but it, nothing happened to me. You know, I was not, I couldn't feel like I could fully commit to a woman, you know? Um, so me realizing that throughout my life, uh, throughout my teens, I should say, experimenting, all that, and also trying to figure out, you know, where I can fit god in my life you know like a part of me felt like oh it's a sin it's a sin and you know i started you know being bulimic and throwing up like i said and trying to fit my fit myself into a mold even to the point of thinking of suicide because it was too much for me um, you know yeah. um but i feel that Surround as I got older, you know, dating, figuring out what I liked, and I would just see that I, looking back at it now, I see that I used these men to fulfill myself, to fulfill and create some type of confidence in myself, mm -hmm. to make me feel appealing, to make me feel like I'm wanted, you know, and I dated a, a, a boy who was very wonderful to me and to the point where I was kind of obsessed with him um, he made me feel beautiful which was not something that I ever um, I ever felt before uh, so when he did break up with me as you can imagine it was very difficult for me how did you deal with that um I slept around a lot you know, I used men to make me feel good about myself. 
And was that like a, a point of wanting to feel satisfied or like? It was more. It wasn't like not satisfied sexually. It was more satisfied with myself to make me feel beautiful to make me feel, feel something. So, yeah, because I I was very heartbroken, and I used all these men to. Yeah, sure, I made some cool connections and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. um, but I realized using these men wouldn't make me feel beautiful. Mm -hmm. yeah. Truly. Because me lying down every night by myself, I would cry every night. Wow. You know, because I didn't feel like, I didn't feel beautiful. I didn't feel good enough. I didn't feel good enough to live. I didn't feel good enough to even be on the same earth anymore, you know? And it all stemmed from all of these, I would say that it stemmed up, excuse me, it stemmed up from bullying, it stemmed up from uh, me being confused about my sexuality, me, you know, not being able to talk to anybody. That, that was a secret that I held for about 18 years, you know? Wow, and how did you, like, you? so you basically went on the day as the same? Or? As this person that, like I just felt like a lie, picture. like a lie. Oh, wow. Like, I felt like I was living a lie, like a lie to satisfy everyone, you know? But not yourself. But not myself. Hmm. And yeah. what... And what got you to that point of, you know, because you did go through everything and all that, what got you to the point of you truly felt satisfied yourself, like finding your identity of who Christian is? I would say that I always felt okay. I, I always felt confident in the person I am now, you know? I feel, how did I get to that point? Well, it's kind of hard to pinpoint specifically where that part came from. Like at from. the point where it was. Right, or at the point of where it started. I would say that throughout high school, you know, having these solos um, in choir and truly being myself and identifying myself as uh, a homosexual that made me feel empowered it made me feel like you don't have to live this lie anymore um, of course coming out to my family was a very very hard um, thing to do you know they accept me for who I am now but some family members did not and I could say that that really impacted me in a very negative way, mm. you know, making me want to throw up again, you know. Throwing up, people think, yes, it's to make them be skinny again. And it's true. It is. But for me, not only did it help me see myself in a beautiful way, um, now I look back and I see that it was unhealthy, yeah. but seeing myself there, um, I felt relieved after I, I purged, you know, after I threw up, I felt relief. 
I felt like I can be beautiful if I did this, if I continue doing this. Mm. Um, so your question was, where did I start becoming and having tough skin? Mm-hmm. Like I said, I would say um, high school. Being who I, who I am in front of these strangers that I didn't know. You know, I knew them because I grew up with them, mm-hmm. some of them. But being able, like truly immersing yourself in different characters in drama club or singing a song you know those and having that audience clap for you at the end of your performance like I didn't need to throw up anymore because I felt like that audience that roar that standing ovation that affirmed to me that I didn't need to throw up anymore um, but still hiding who I was to my family hurt me. Um, so I'm not gonna sit here and say that I don't have everything's perfect now. Yeah. You know, there are times that I don't feel beautiful. There are times that I still have thoughts of, you know, purging again, you know. But the person that I am now, I would say you know, before I met uh, my current partner, I always said to myself, with God's help, this too shall pass. So all of the issues that I ever faced, all of that, um, you know, my aunt passing away from cancer, everything, everything, everything that I've been through in my life, I always said, with God's help, this shall pass. And so I feel that God made me more confident in who I am. It made me love who I am, how I am. Um, he didn't make me a mistake like many people say, said to me. You know, he didn't, he didn't make me this way for me to suffer. He made me this way to love and to be loved. And I would say that I am. I would say that I love me for me. I would say that I have a wonderful partner and I didn't see that. And God didn't put him in my path until I loved me. That's how I see it. Mm -hmm. That's how I feel that I have tough skin. I didn't, God didn't put things in my path to he didn't put things in my past path to break me he put them there for a reason and i feel that that reason allowed me to be here today and talk about my struggles you know to be a beacon of hope to people out there and to say that it it does get better it really does you know, as a person who struggles with bulimia till this day, you know, it's quite hard. But you just take it day by day. Mm-hmm. You know, you just surround yourself with people who love you and people who truly admire the confidence that you have. 
And even when you're feeling like crap, you have those people there to sit there and say, you go queen or, <laughs> you know, I love you. You know, you're a wonderful person. Yeah. You know, those, those words of affirmation, I give them out to everyone, you know, even you, Abby. Yeah, you give me a lot of affirmation. I, I give people that because I never want them to feel like I felt, well, you know. I never, I never want them to doubt the love that I have for people. And I do genuinely love people. Not all, but those who have pointed me in the right direction and those who are newly in my life mm -hmm. and those who love me for who I am, the good, the bad, and the ugly. Yep. Um, yeah. I feel that surrounding myself with those people made me have tough skin. I know you would want me to say, oh, it was all because of me. And me, 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 me. And I did this and I achieved this. But I couldn't. I couldn't do that if it wasn't for the people who surround me now with the love and affirmation that I need mm -hmm. and with the Lord's help. I feel like the Lord put these people and still withhold these people in my in my path and in, in my family in my heart they, he put them there for a reason yeah you know yeah because i mean you went through a journey you know you went through a journey in your whole life and literally hearing that i mean this is the first time that i've heard it and i'm genuinely people are like oh why aren't you reacting i'm generally looking at him and reacting because it's crazy because Honestly, like not a lot of people talk about these topics. Not a lot of people talk about, you know, like people like even like Christians, like we don't like to talk about like homosexuality. But the fact that we're sitting here chatting, not chatting, but really talking about it, it's really open. It's really eye opening too, you know, because like, like you said, like God does have a purpose and plan for your life. God does love you. And, you know, that topic of like the church hating them, like, no, like, you 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 love you you have to love you know and the thing is is that you know i'm not going to be here and being like forcing you you know like oh you have to but i'm also here being like you know at the end of the day it's like you and god you know you and god and like the person that god has brought you into it's because the reason why you got tough skin is because you had to go through these things you had to go through those bullying some of those things that you're like oh well, why me why me why this but the thing is is that we have to go through these situations and because of you sharing this because of you gaining tough skin because of you dealing with the bullies now you see them and you say no i want to love on them i want to love on people and give them that love and affirmation things that i didn't choose and you know something that like like when we were talking i just felt i just felt like that there's just like that strong like 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 you're like a strong like purposeful man like there's just something like i just kept seeing you know like a mental of purpose and that god is really gonna use you to speak to platforms and to a lot of people and that there's just i don't know i just feel like even though you're like man you know you want that like you 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 i guess you portray yourself as like this man that's like okay i'm here and i'm ready to give to everybody but it comes to a point where like you need to receive you know and and i just see like god is saying like 
now is the time like he's been calling you I don't mean to give you like a prophetic word like (laughs) during a podcast but it's just like I I don't know I just feel like there's something very special about your voice and there's something very special that they need to hear you know the people on the podcast sir just kidding (laughs) no but there's like there's just something so unique about it you know and and I'm thankful that that you're sharing this you know and you know, like, like, how do you feel or like, what, what is some advice that you can give to people that don't know me or like, that are people that like, don't know who they are and like, they want to find themselves and to get quote unquote tough skin, you know, what is it? What is it that you can share from your experience that so they don't have to go through your experience that they can kind of go on your shoulders mm-hmm. and live like they're like, um, I would say advice. I mean, I'm really bad at it, but um, I can try. Um, Advice in regards to bulimia, it's really hard because it's something that just doesn't go away, you know? That, That person or that, like for me, it's a voice in my head who tells me you're not good enough, you're, you're, you're not good enough, you're fat, you're gross, what are you doing? Look at yourself, look at the fat, look at this, look at that. That's what makes me want to hurt. Mm. And, or if someone tells me I'm ugly, it's really hard for me to take. Now, as a person with tough skin, if someone called me ugly, I'd be like, Okay. Right back at you. No, not even right back at you because I wouldn't want to insult anybody. Wow. Yeah, because I even noticed, like, even when we were filming the mukbang, um, mukbang, mukbang, whatever, however you say it, like, there's this drink, um, Sarsi, which is, like, this um, Filipino Coke, I guess you can say. And I was like, oh, you like it? Like, oh, no, I don't want to offend anybody. Like, you're very on edge about that and... And I guess now seeing like you talking about this, you get the reason why. And it's really eye-opening to say, wow, you know, you've you realize the root of things, like why people's actions through like the root, you know, that you're very like, oh, I don't wanna you know? Right. And like I'm not gonna sit here and say that I'm perfect and I'm like, ooh, like, um, I don't <laughs> think that like like if something tastes bad, I'm not gonna be like like I, I wouldn't be like Oh, this tastes like crap. I'm never gonna drink this again. No, of course you know, not. Yeah. Like, I'm not gonna say like I'm like that all the time. Like, if something truly tastes like crap, I, I told you, like I've literally spit out food. Yeah. You know, like I said, like it's really just one like one step at a time. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And I feel like with bulimia or with uh coming out or you not really understanding um the feelings that you have towards yourself and regards to being confused about your sexuality or confused about anything it really is just taking it day by day and trying to figure out your purpose and trying to figure out who or why this is all happening um in regards to bulimia i mean there's really like like i said like it's really hard to explain and it's really hard to um give advice on that because it's your own journey Mm -hmm. my journey was after having my heart broken by someone that I thought truly loved me and truly saw through the fat, through 
all of my imperfections, um, they loved me mm-hmm. for me. They called me beautiful. But in, now looking back at that as a young, naive child that I was, I was just going to anybody that said you're beautiful, you know? Just seeking those words of affirmation. Right. But in reality, like, you're the you are your own person to tell you that you're right. beautiful and like even even in the bible it says like you're made perfect and beautiful in my own image right so even like as a young girl as well you know we all struggle with that too even i do i mm-hmm. look at myself in the mirror some days and i'm like you don't look the best today you're looking really rough and you know to put these extensions to put these lashes and to really we're literally talking about this to portray yourself as a character as a person in my case i would portray myself on instagram as this person that has the best life that's traveling everywhere but deep down inside i was depressed i wasn't going through the right things i was dealing with a lot of hate i was feeling very insecure and very sensitive to a lot of things so if someone would call me ugly or if someone would even tell me you're not good enough or you'll never make it like, oh, the social media thing, yeah, it won't last, you know, things like that, they tell me that, and, like, you, it hurts, but I feel like that has to happen in order in order for us to get the tough skin, in order for us to be here using as a pillar, as a platform, to talk to these people, because, like, you never know, the people are probably driving, or they're sitting down drinking their coffee, or drinking their tea, and they're dealing with these things, and you know, not a lot of people talk about these things, you know, so I'm thankful that, like, maybe, like, I understand, like, not being able to be like, oh, you should do this, you should do that, bulimia, this, no, but the thing is, like he said, like, it's, it's like, it's your own journey, Yeah. you know, at the end of the day, you figure out who you are at your own pace, I would say that the only advice that I could give, <laughs> if any, is to surround yourself with people, who genuinely do care about your well-being mm-hmm. and who really do care how you are. Yeah. For example, my family is not the most welcoming family. I mean, they are. They're very loving. But you have to, like, tear down the walls to have that conversation, yeah. you know? Especially when it comes to talking about sexuality, mm-hmm. you, know? you know? My mom didn't talk to me for weeks. I mean, she talked to me, but it was not like how we usually would interact Mm -hmm. after she found out that I was a homosexual. And eventually she saw how happy I was, how free I was. But she literally said that to me. She was like, you look more relaxed. You know, you look more happy. Because I would just come in, I would come home from school and I would just lock myself in my room for hours and I wouldn't come out, you know. And now I, I, I socialize with my family. I mean, not so much, yeah, you know, yeah. after oh, coming yeah. home <laughs> from school. You're and tired. All those things, we're tired. I'm just, we're, just, we're just tired human beings. Yeah. Um, we go through a lot. Yeah. Um, but I would, like I said, I would just surround yourself with um, people in your life that love you and truly care about you. Um, mm-hmm. And it's quite scary to see looking back at my life and looking back it's quite scary of to see all the all the crazy things that i went through 
mm-hmm. you know, and things that I kind of still struggle with today. Yeah, we're not perfect. Know, we're not. We're not perfect. Um, but what I can say to make myself better is the people I surround myself with. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't try to be Mr. Popular. I just try to make peace and make nice with everyone. Mm-hmm. Um, trust me, there are many people that I don't want to associate myself mm-hmm. with. Um, <laughs> that's for another podcast. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, no, there's a lot of people that I don't want to associate myself with because they, you know, talk a lot of smack. Not saying that I don't talk smack. Of course I do. We love to, we love to gossip, <laughs> you know. But just bringing people down, I'm, I'm not up for that, you know. Yeah. Um, or lies. I don't like liars. Yeah. You know, no, so you don't yeah, surround yourself with people with negativity, mm-hmm. um, in my opinion. Having... My partner now, uh, Mitchell, uh, he is, I would say, a huge aspect to my tough skin. I mean, I had that semi-tough skin prior. Like, I felt that coming on, you know, (laughs) semi-tough skin, um, you know, with me loving myself and me working on me and my career and my craft to journalism and marketing and all that stuff. And... But I feel that he, God put him in in this place, in this time, for a reason. Mm-hmm. And I feel like he, uh, he really helped me. You know, he really helped me see what I've been through. And he helped me see how I can better myself. He helped me figure out why I love myself. Even with his words of affirmation, his words of wisdom, I feel like all of those words help me. You know, before I used to, if I was arguing with my family, I would just hide in my room and bottle everything up. And now I have a voice, like you said. I use my voice for the positive, mm-hmm. I would say. And I would say that if it wasn't for him, I don't think I could be able to do that. Mm-hmm. Other than God himself. But yeah. this man comes pretty close. <laughs> oh, yeah, no. And I mean, I've, I've never dealt with that, like bulimia or like neutrality, uh-huh. but um, no, it's cool. But I don't know, some advice that I would give, I guess you can say like, like, maybe, like, DM us, you know, the Tough Skin podcast, Tough Skin underscore podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, and, like, I'll pray for you guys. Like, we're here to lift each other up, like you are saying, to surround yourself with people, to lift one another up, to be able to pray, like, in my church. Like, we believe about deliverance, you know, about, like, setting free from that, you know. Like, it's not something, like, to deal with because it it's something, like, like you said, like something like we have our own demons inside and we're like, mm-hmm. we need that taken out, you know? And literally like through prayer, through God, like God can set us free from that. God mm-hmm. can set you free from that. God can set these people free from that, whatever they're dealing with. And, you know, that is just so that I like, it, I've just seen God's like, you were like, oh my God, supernatural, like God's supernatural, like power, you know, completely transform my life, like change your life, you know? seeing what you went through and how it brought you tough skin that God can do his thing. And it's just, 
it's just so crazy to see the journey that you've been on and that you know I'm very proud of you you know for sitting here and opening up that this takes guts it really does because I mean obviously it's just me and you and like the whole world just kidding no not the whole world but it's just between me and between between you and me between you and me yeah you and I you and me between you and me the thing thing with that is just like even though you and I are here you know thank god that it's not in front of a live audience because I don't think I could handle that one yeah (laughs) I couldn't do that no yeah but um I would say it's been a positive you know and even things that I have feared um to this day I feel like God is there with me through it. You know, mm-hmm. I recently got into a car accident and everybody knows, well, not everybody knows, but now all of you know, <laughs> um, I had a fear of driving because I was in a very horrible accident with my mother, which traumatized me. Um, and so I didn't drive for like two or three years. Oh, wow. Um, and I was recently in an accident by myself with two other girls. And... It's just insane what God does because we were literally stranded in the middle of nowhere, Alligator Alley. And my car got totaled and we were taken to a gas station and we were having difficulty finding an Uber and nobody would want to come two hours away from Miami to come pick us up, you know. And, you know, a girl named Vanessa was one of my friends. She grabbed my hands and she's like, something keeps telling me to pray for you. And she did. And she did. And she said, God, please send your angels to help us. And I got, I, like, we finished our prayer. I was on the phone with the insurance companies. And this man walked into the gas station where we were at and he said, Vanessa and she's like do I know you and then she he was like this guy that she worked with and like like from 10 years ago no way and he's like oh what are you doing here and she's like oh um you know my friends and I got into an accident um and we're just trying to find our way back home and he goes oh where do you live and then she's like we live we're we're go we're going to um FIU's main campus and he said Oh, I live really close to there. Let me give you a ride home. Wow. That's what? That was wow, literally right after you prayed. Mm-hmm. Wow, that was a miracle. What? So, like, and even now as I drive, you know, I'm not scared. I mean, of course, it's a little scary, but, mm-hmm. you know, you just push through and you make it through uh, your trials and tribulations. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah, when you say that, I literally heard Degrassi, I know I can make it through. <laughs> but yeah, no, it's crazy you actually talk about that because um, literally I went on a mission trip to Tampa mm. and I told you this, but right before I was going to go, I was with my friend Priscilla and we were literally in the car. We went, We were on the way to church and then all of a sudden um, this car breaks super fast in front of us. And I didn't have time to react, and I pressed the brake, my car broke for me, and then all of a sudden I heard a car go, 
and smashed right into my car and I was like God my car is totaled that's it we just got this car okay Lord I don't know what's gonna happen I can't go on this mission trip whatever so I get out of the car a miracle happens I had um, earlier that day I, I usually have morning prayer with some of the girls that I mentor and I wasn't able to wake up because I was a little tired and then I told them to pray for me and they were praying for angels around the car so then after that so I walked out of the car and I looked in the back and there was no dent nothing there and I looked at the lady's car and she goes do you have anything in your car I said no and I asked her do you have anything in your car she says no so literally we get back in the car I'm freaking out I'm like god you're real this is crazy and then my friend Priscilla literally told me she was Abby I literally, God told me that there was an angel in between your car and the car in front of you, and I was in shock, genuine, genuine shock, and really thankful to God, and the same thing with you, like God, literally after you, she prayed, and God heard the prayers, and boom, you know, it happens, and then even for that, you see God's faithfulness, and God's hand over you, and even the fact that, like, you're, like, meeting people that are like surrounded with God and people that lift you up and that mm. empower you, you know, that don't judge you, you know, that are there for you. And, you know, it even says in the word that like God will never leave us or forsake us, you know, so it's just so beautiful that he can use us, you know, to be that light to people to, yeah. It's, yeah. <laughs> no, it's, it's quite eye-opening. I know that God has tried to reach out to me in very hard times in my life um you know me going through my confusing confusing stage you know my aunt passing away um at such a young age mm. uh, my grandmother going through uh, her different surgeries and all these things you know i see that god has always been there it's just when you need him that's when you ask you know yeah and like it's just they're waiting should, right and it shouldn't be that way and my and, and and that's what i see now um after this accident after reflecting on my life before i came here to tough skin you know because guys i don't really speak off off the uh and and improvise i mean this is kind of improvised but i had to really relive those moments and really put myself back into that feeling feeling and, yeah. to really explain it and I don't think that I explained it quite well but um enough for you guys to understand because I didn't even go into uh very tiny details that yeah. you know only a specific few meaning yeah, no. myself and <laughs> my partner yeah that's pretty much it uh, you know. Yeah, no, you don't need to like spill all that to you. But no, 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 no. They, we want to hear that too. No, no, no. We'll be here all night. But they, they understand the gist of it, and you know that your story is something that needs to be said. You mm -hmm. know, because I don't know many podcasts or many people that talk about these tough things, and the whole real thing has been trending. Not trending, but it's. It's just good to be real and raw, uncut. You hear mm -hmm. the ums and the, you know, like, oh my God. You know, you hear that. And it's good to be real and raw because I feel like this generation and this world 
desires real. They desire raw. They desire imperfections. Imperfections. Because these people, like, you guys are out there. We're all imperfect. But the beautiful thing is, is that I remember reading this the other night, is that even though we're imperfect. They're part of his plan. Yeah, they're part of his plan. But God's perfect. You know, and God loves us so much, you know, that like, says in the word, he gave his only son for us to die and resurrect again, you know, that Jesus loves us so much that despite our imperfections, that despite what we go through and how we get to tough skin, that God is there to heal us and to deliver us and to set us free from that. So we can leave here renewed. We can leave here, you know, even though we're like, wow, God, you know, I am feeling imperfect, but you are perfect, and and I can get a little bit of close to perfect, but not so much. But but we're all we're on we are all on we are all on our journey, and this is your journey, right. and it's an everyday process. It's an everyday adventure, mm-hmm. and this is your life, you know. And you know God is gonna do amazing things, you know through your life and who knows maybe people will hear this and be text you and be like damn like i tell me more or i'm going through this like you're a role model to me and they don't even know what you look like oh my God. <laughs> you know <laughs> but <laughs> i mean i hope i hope that um through this podcast and, and through my words that people can relate and if they did have any questions or they were going through something that I would love more than anything in the world to help someone go uh, go through it mm-hmm. because I didn't have someone like that. Mm-hmm. You know, I kind of went through it, yeah, with you know God and with me, yeah. but nobody. There was no like book. Yeah, you know what it's I not mean? like a okay chapter one. Get over you know right yeah. right. Um, there's no book, there's no right or wrong way to get through things Mm -hmm. like that, you know? So I would love for someone to ask me because I wouldn't mind helping them at all. Yeah, no, definitely. I mean, so Chris's social media will be linked down below, but if you want to plug yourself, go ahead. Um. (laughs) (laughs) Or not. (laughs) Uh, no, but my Instagram is chrisperez94. Uh, my Snapchat is, I believe it's... Chris Perez 030. I'm not quite sure, but I'll give Abby all of my stuff so she can uh, link it down below. Yeah, no, so definitely, you know, message the Tough Skin Podcast Instagram at tough, tough skin, at tough skin underscore podcast, and then follow Chris on all his social media. You know, if you want to, if you want to see us in action, I think I recorded a little bit, but it went off midway, but it's totally fine. It's our first interview. I'm not perfect. And honestly, I like the whole no, no cameras, imperfections, and the whole non-camera too vibe. It makes it makes us feel more, you know, at raw. ease. Raw, real, raw. And I kind of like hearing the voice and just being like, hello, hello, hello. hello. But yeah, hello, it's me. <laughs> so I think 
I mean, do you have anything else sad? No, good? I'm we talk, pretty good. <laughs> I think we thought, you feel, how do you feel? Like, I feel relieved. Do you feel like a weight has been lifted off you kind of thing? I mean, that has been lifted off yeah. for a long time, but um, I was very nervous coming here. Yeah, I saw you were literally shaking. Like, we literally did a mukbang together, and that was just more like carefree you know mm-hmm. we just, just sat there and ate honestly because we were starving we were so hungry um <laughs> but then when she was when abby was like oh we're gonna do podcast now like, i was oh. down for it and i was ready for it and i yeah. was just like but then once she started getting the cameras and the and the mics i thought ready, you were like, freaking out uh, Okay, now it's time to get real. Okay. Yeah, it's time to get real. Get your real voice on. Put your real hat on. Yeah. But it, it it's just crazy how we can automatically switch from lighthearted to serious, but still have that um, not chemistry, but have that lightheartedness together. Yeah, to not feel as like it's not like depressing. Yeah, even like, though it's oh such a depressing God. topic. It it is, but but at the end of the day. They know and you know that there's a light at the end of the tunnel, which is so cliche. So super cliche, but that's what tough skin is. You know, it's tough skin is a place where you can be free, you can be open, and that's what I'm learning today, literally talking to you. That tough skin is a place where you can be free, you can be open. It's a non-judgmental zone where you can literally talk about anything and it's quote unquote between you and me, but it's with the whole world. But it, it's just a platform where you can say your journey. You can say your journey and what brought you tough skin, ta-da. You know? Tough skin, tough skin. Tough skin, tough skin, tough skin. So, yeah. So, if you guys, I think, so that is a wrap. I would say so. Of the tough skin podcast. But if you guys like the tough, if you guys like the tough skin, you guys are tough skinners. Oh, my gosh, it's so bad. Okay, we're going to come up with a name, but... If you guys like this Tough Skin podcast, make sure to favorite favorite it on, um, what is it? Yeah, on iTunes. Oh. Yeah, I believe it's favorite. I'm not good at this. I'm, gonna, I'm still going to figure out how to upload it. I'm professional, guys, I promise. We're going to figure out how to upload it. It's going to be on Spotify and iTunes. So if you guys like it, make sure to favorite and, you know, comment. Comment on the Tough Skin podcast instagram we'll be doing polls and maybe next time we'll do question answer and the next person i have will ask questions and you guys can ask us questions be interactive like as it goes on but yeah so thank you guys for listening and this is a long podcast which we love we love long podcasts for those long car ride journeys because i know i'm a long Mm -hmm. you know we, we love we love long tongue long tongue i can't talk we love long podcasts so thank you guys so much for listening and we'll see you guys in our next podcast bye bye guys